0: We're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected you. You. you.
1: About my marriage. But what are you about what you told us. With the mostest. What you told I don't know don't, don't ever bring so, so nice 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 nice. around me like Let that. me tell Let you something. The only wrong. thing. If I want to it's going
0: to be me. I'm not really sure what I've done to you guys. I'm not done yet.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hot and Bravoed podcast on the Buttered Pop Network. My name is Eddie Estrada. I'm here with my co-host, Armin. Armin, how you doing? I'm actually about to leave.
0: I have a better engagement to go to. Are you, are you double booked? I'm more than double booked. I'm social climbing. I think uh, Table 62, is it? Yeah, I think there's way cooler people over there.
1: Yeah, and make sure you don't invite me to anything that you have. When asked when asked if I should be invited, just say no.
0: Lucia wanted to invite you, Eddie, and I told her, no, don't invite Eddie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, if you guys can't tell who we're dissing, we're dissing... Uh, the singer stinger, uh, and we are recapping Real Housewives of New York today. It was kind of a fun episode. I my I gasped at the at the the flashback shady flashback of Ramona, which we'll Thank talk you, about. Editors. That was crazy, and then I was cringing at the speech. I was teary eyed at the Dorinda and Hannah scene. Literally, this was a great episode. Low key. Low key, yeah. it was very good. It wasn't too dramatic, but every point hit. Like I enjoyed myself consistently throughout. I wasn't like, oh, this is really lagging. Even the Tinsley part, I wasn't like, ugh. This if there was a on. part though, it would probably be the Lindsay the Lindsay. Who's Lindsay?
0: W- remember when Tinsley first came on Ronnie and I kept calling her Lindsay?
1: Because you don't understand the you didn't understand the, the, the power. The power of Tinsley Mortimer and who she was. <laughs> Sorry, Tinsley. Her storyline
0: has been the same for nine, ten episodes now.
1: Let's move on. I from thought the you were Scott gonna say thing. two seasons. Well,
0: to be frank, yes. It has been the exact same thing for three seasons now. So that would be the only thing that lagged at all. But otherwise, Rony's just the most consistent franchise in general. We love Rony's
1: always super solid,
0: it always delivers.
1: Well, this episode also really delivered and I was enjoying it. So it basically um, begins where kind of the last episode ended, which is at the Halloween party that uh, Sonia and Luann were hosting that Luann was performing at. So everyone comes except for Ramona because Ramona, of course, has better plans, which becomes a recurring theme this episode for sure. This season. This season, this yeah, This is the I mean, fourth
0: or fifth time this has happened. Just last week, she missed out on the Big Apple Circus to go to a date with some guy. She missed Bethany's dinner to go to a date with some guy. She yeah. just
1: can't stop. She, She's always got better plans. What did she which say? we'll she, talk about later because I feel like... That, that leads into something else. But, yes. I mean, she did say, she's like, you know, I do double mm. book, which I think is, that's really unfair. I, I have done it in the past when I've had, like, a, when there's two things I really need to do and I mean, I do have a lot of sometimes like birthday parties like on the same day and stuff like that, and I have to go boom, boom, boom and jump around. But but you hit them all. I do, but I don't try to double book and not make one appointment. You you're know not what I mean? a
0: serial double booker. Exactly. And like, if you double book, then you're attending both events.
1: Yeah, and I try to give my my all. You know. Right. Ramona does not care. Ramona's like I. Ramona literally just wants a man, and she admitted it.
0: She wants a man and seemingly a more
1: popular friend group. And I'm just like, Ramona, you're not getting a better friend group than this. She, she's such a social climber. Like, I, it's disgusting, really. Like, you can tell how much she just wants to be in these, like, richer, more connected, more influential people. And it's like, dude, you're a real house of, of New York. Like, don't bite a good thing in the hand. Or what is it? Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Don't lift a don't, don't bite look, the hand that feeds you. Well, one of those ones. Like, I, it's one of those idioms. Just you know me. I'm always like pick one out of it nip, nip it in the butt. Um, <laughs> nip that behavior in the butt, Ramona. But you know, it's just it's embarrassing for her because it's really showing her true colors that she does not care about these women as much as she claims to, and she's not a true friend. No,
0: and it's so weird because these aren't TV friendships. She has been friends with most of these ladies since before the show even aired. Her relationship with Dorinda predates the show by many years. Her relationship with Sonia predates the show by many years. And Ramona is treating them like garbage. This is really
1: weird. I mean, she's pop icon, Armin. <laughs> she's pop icon. But she wouldn't be pop icon without these women. And I think that's... Also, what am I
0: saying? How is it weird that R- Ramona's Romina, sorry, Romina... How is it weird that Romina is treating people like garbage? She's always done that. Although back in the day, she used to go to the events and treat them like garbage, not miss out. Exactly, treat them like garbage. She was just mean to you
1: to your face uh, while still attending your event. Now she doesn't even show up. She's just like, I got to ride a cowboy somewhere. All right, but I mean, Bethany's also a little bit upset at this Halloween party because Luann was supposed to be on stage at eleven. They all showed up at nine o'clock, and. It's 1130 and Luann's still not on. I would be frustrated too. And Bethany wants to go home. Bren's, you know, at home alone. She has to go relieve the babysitter, make sure things are all right. So she has to leave before Luann performs. Then Luann comes by after and is upset that Bethany's not there. Uh, okay, you were 30 minutes late. You had everyone come at nine o'clock and you weren't even on till 11. Like, what were you expecting? And then Luann's pissed off at Bethany. I thought this was stupid.
0: Yeah, it's dumb. I can't even defend Luann. And you know I'm a loose stand. I love to defend Luann. I know Lou, you are. But I can't
1: defend her here. I just can't. And she's being super selfish. See, that's what I'm kind of like realizing is this season, we're starting to see the true colors of some of our like main cast. Like, you know, we see Ramona really is just a social climbing, like, fiend. That's very selfish. You see that Luann... Even though we thought she was fun and in jest, she's really just like a narcissistic, like selfish.
0: This is in line with Luann's character for seasons.
1: I I mean... Since day one. I mean, it is, but I feel like she's unhinged now. You know what I mean? Like, she was... Her being upset that Bethany went home to her kid because she didn't stay out at the nightclub to support her friend performing for a Halloween party is BS. Like, that... Like, you have to understand family comes first.
0: Yeah, she's never been this arrogant. I feel like it's the combo of the Rony fame, the Countess and Friends fame, and then all the infamy that came with, with the US. Arrest. Yeah. Seriously, it's all of that coalescing together into this like new like hybrid kind of hubris. Whereas before season 1, it was she's the Countess coming into the cast and she has that title, so that gave her some semblance of prestige. And then she wrote
1: her book. And she had these moments along the way that... Like, you know, being a Pandora, having her own Pandora <laughs> station.
0: Right, right, yeah. You know, not have my own Pandora station. But Luann has always been, to me, a cocky person.
1: Yeah, I don't know. The like, ego drives
0: her existence. That's why, honestly, all the hits never really affect her. Whenever people criticize her or talk shit to her face... I feel like that's one of the main reasons why she's able to kind of like brush it off. She feels like she's hot shit. You can't take the
1: you can't take the countess down. That's true. I mean, she It's delusions of grandeur. Is that what it's called? Delusions of grandeur. It's, she's delusional for sure. Delusional. <laughs> well, it just annoyed me, and we'll get into it later because it seems like Luann's talking about Bethany a lot, and the women discuss this, but um, let's move to the kind of the boring part of the episode Tinsley I mean, at least we
0: saw some Dolly
1: I love Dolly I think Dale is giving a great advice to her daughter I think she has really been there and I mean yeah it was stupid of Scott to lead Tinsley on but it was also stupid of Tinsley to not have the you know gusto to leave him herself but I think she's in a much better place now I mean yeah she's like really depressed right now and she's really miserable because <laughs> she's not with someone but She's a cute little thing. She's going to get doted around New York. Someone's going to match with her. It's going to be fine. We can get Patty Stanger on this. We can get the Millionaire Matchmaker out there, maybe bring her back. Let's make a move. Seriously, let's do it. Let me text her.
0: (laughs) But yeah, you're right. Tinsley shouldn't be stringing something along that has no future. And there was no future with Scott. We all saw this coming. She I was didn't. the only one with no foresight. <laughs> yeah, you somehow felt like her I took. And Scott a, I were took a photo
1: out. in front of Coupon Cabin before it became an infamous landmark. <laughs> I met. I met the man. He was a great guy. Yeah, but you could tell he wasn't
0: interested in a long term future. It was just fun and games for the guy. Yeah,
1: I'm sorry. I'm still just really in the. I fact feel that bad I... for Tinsley, but yeah, maybe the volunteering thing will work out. That was insane. You're gonna you're gonna volunteer to meet the right kind of men. Would you do that? Would you volunteer purely for the purpose of meeting a guy? Okay, no. I would volunteer because I need, I want to do something and I want to make, like, you know, a gesture to a group or to a cause that I find passion for. But honestly, also, Tinsley better watch out because when she's volunteering, it's a 50 50 chance that that person is either out there doing charitable work out of the goodness of their heart or they're court mandated. <laughs> they're like doing their required community service to make sure that they're not a like ending Luan. up. Sh- a la Luanne, a la <laughs> Tinsley herself. <laughs> right, right. So I How mean, like, forget? I mean like, you know, she's just not saying that there's well, anything wrong with people who, you know, of course. have been through the judicial system. I was going to say then that Tinsley can have something in common with this person. I mean, true. It's a
0: conversation starter.
1: It is, but I know. you know, I, I just, I just don't think that's ki- the kind of guy that Dolly wants. <laughs> little tens tens it home. I think she needs to get le- less picky. Uh,
0: I mean, or maybe more picky. I mean, she was dating a guy who was living in Chicago. Get a little more picky. Date
1: someone who lives in your area. But that's it. It's hard. I feel like she... There's millions of people in New York. Yeah, but her pool's a lot smaller. You have to think about that. It's not just like, oh, willy-nilly, you can date anyone. It can't be anyone. any guy.
0: He has to be handsome. He has no, to have No, it can't wealth. be any
1: guy. It has to be like in her world. She can't... It's not... The, Aladdin, the Aladdin is not real. Aladdin could never happen. This isn't like Princess a and the, whole the Pauper. new world. The socialite world of New York. <laughs> no, she needs to enter a whole new world. Oh, God. The princess and the pauper. Honestly, do that that could be a reality show. Put Tinsley at like the helm and just have a bunch of like, what was that show? Average Joe, but like he pretended to be a millionaire. Make her the next Bachelorette. Okay, no, I don't think that would work. No, I'll, why not? Let's do it. I honestly don't think Tinsley would be good on The Bachelorette though. Why not? I don't know. She as much as I would want to see her like matched up on a reality show, she doesn't have the personality, she'd cry all the time. She's uh, she's not as fun. You need to be able to have more fun, and like that's also why I have like a problem with the Bachelor and Bachelorette. I feel like these people are just so like basic and like vanilla. Like I need a little bit more flavor. Like bring me flavor, flavor. Bring me that. I love flavor New of York. Love? Yeah, flavor of love. I love New York. Like a rock of love. When they went on the bus, that was my that was my jam. Like that
0: that's, era of VH1 was my favorite era.
1: That's what we need to bring back. That's what I need to see on my TV. I don't need to see no Hannah, Hannah G, B, Z, K dating Mr. Mike or Jeff. How
0: about Mortimer's match?
1: I'm just saying it wouldn't work with her. I think think it would be so boring, actually. Mortimer wouldn't work. I would much rather see uh, Bethany on a dating show. Bethany's just fun to watch. She's witty. She's quick. She's a blast. There's better people out there meant for a dating show through Bravo.
0: Love with Luann.
1: Oh, God. You know that would be a mess, too. Speaking of
0: Bethany and Luann, though, let's talk about the scene where they're at dinner and Bethany talks about Luann uh, talking about Bethany's outfit being over the top.
1: Yeah, Bethany's like, over the top? That woman wore blackface last year. <sighs> do, do Were we so quick to forget? Luann as quote-unquote Diana Ross. She Le- really got a pass for that. Yeah, no one came after her. It was, like, barely mentioned. Like, that was insane. <laughs> I
0: don't know how she gets away with these things. She gets away with a lot. I I don't know how. But she turns on her friends, and now she's not getting away with it. Again, Luann, don't. By the hand that feeds you. Although earlier we were saying that about Ramona. I guess it's Ramona and Luann are off the deep end right now.
1: They are. They're like regressing to their oldest selves. And it's like Bethany was there for Luann. Bethany helped her through one of the hardest things in her life. Helped her get to rehab was literally that person for her. And then she's going to go around and be like, oh, that Bethany. Oh, that room is open until Madame Bethany can come tomorrow. Like, oh, Bethany's outfit was... Like, Bethany is the best thing that has ever happened to you. And I am, like, always hot and cold with Bethany. You know me. Right. Like, some seasons I love her. Some seasons I'm like, this bitch. You were anti-Bethany last season. I was, because I was Team Carol. But things have changed. But I think Bethany deep down is a really, really great person. And I think she does a lot of good and just wants to see good in the world. And she did good for Luann. And so for Luann to kind of like- Off camera. Yeah. For no personal gain.
0: She didn't save Luann's life, but she saved Luann from a lot of heartache. Yeah. From a lot of disastrous decisions. And she didn't have to do that. She really did not. She did it out of the goodness of her own heart. So, yeah, I completely agree with you. Why are you spurning Bethany? It really makes no sense. I loved Bethany's whole thing about the gorgeous insult. A shiny insult. And then they did the whole flashback of Luann throughout the years.
1: Luann with the kid. The, That's worst, the worst is Luann with
0: the 15-year-old. Oh, my gosh. Every time I see it, I cringe. I can't Stand not up. cringe. I've seen it a thousand
1: times. Stand up. How tall are you? Oh, you have plenty of time. You're beautiful. And losing tall. the weight is easy. Oh, Lou! What? <laughs> Who says that? Who speaks to another person like that? Louanne, I'm shocked. Like, that was bad.
0: <laughs> I wonder if... I, wanna- I wish we met the Countess this last weekend. Should we tell the listeners we went to Countess and Friends?
1: Oh, we did. And if you guys want to hear what we thought of it, it was... Absolutely bizarre. Um, make we did sure a you full recap on Patreon. Yeah, so it's patreon.com slash hot in Bravo, H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D.
0: We're also doing a weekly Vanderpump Rules Season 2 recap currently. We just finished Sherlock Stassi. That's a great episode. But yeah, back to this episode. Luann's wild right now. I love Dorinda's assessment, actually. Dorinda saying that Luann currently is just all countess, all cabaret. She's faultless. Yeah. And it's everything is a one-sided deal. As she's Beth, untouchable. She's untouchable. And also you can't have a two-way conversation. You can't if you say, How are you, Luann, it's going to be all about countess it's going to be about cabaret it may be about her meeting her parole officer whatever she's doing in her life she's not going to return the favor with a how are you and as we see in the previews for upcoming episodes bethany's going to call her out on it because bethany's going through so 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 much and and luann's
1: like it's all about me
0: luann is not by bethany's side during bethany's Dark hour currently.
1: Yeah, and I think Bethany is going to be completely valid in the way she comes after Luann because Luann is being very selfish and being like, "What about me?" And we how find do you not out ask about Dennis exactly. Like, how what? could you? How could you not have the compassion to be like, you know, what? how are you doing? It's not countess like. That's it's what I would very say. Very uncountess, and that's that's uncool. She's not being cool. She's being like uncool. Don't be
0: like all uncool. Also, clearly, money can't buy you class. Am I right? She does
1: not have it. <laughs> uh, all right, but. Y- Let's move to one of the t- more tender parts of the episode, and that yes. was Hannah and Dorinda um, talking about their old apartment, reminiscing on the memories there, which were not the best. I mean, they moved back there after Richard died, and like Hannah said, she felt like she was in a prison. She felt like when she went there, she stopped growing, she stopped becoming, and she was—they were in this loop, and they were just, you know, trying to heal. From what they had gone through. And there was so much despair and grief that occurred in that apartment. So it was time for, you know, them to move on. So, I mean, we were talking about this. You were saying, like, they always bring in Hannah for the most emotional scenes. They
0: really do. I can't remember which season this was, but Hannah gave a speech at Richard's grave, if you remember, when they went to go memorialize Richard again. And... There have just been numerous scenes throughout the whole series with Hannah and they are always pretty powerful and emotional and she's incredibly articulate and she's just not in the show very much. So it really stands out because it's like, oh, Hannah's here. Okay, let's let's get ready. Let's bring the tissues out. Get,
1: yeah, let's buckle in. Here we go. <laughs> Another emotional scene with Hannah. But I mean, I love these moments. and It's great. We were saying there's really no one else besides Hannah that can really have these moments and do this with Dorinda except for... Maybe Carol. Once upon a time. Once upon a time, because, you know, unlike Sonia, her partner actually did die. And she did experience a lot of the same things that Dorinda went through as well. Which was actually
0: one of the better moments in Roni history, when Carol and Dorinda went on that little mission to retrieve Carol's husband's earn. Mm-hmm. and they had all these deep talks so roni has the capacity for that like i know that the narrative on roni is that it's a pure comedy but it gives you poignant moments you and i think moments. we can't ignore it we really can't and hannah's a part of that
1: hannah is a part of that and she always will be a part of it um let's go to kind of i think let's say the bulk of the episode um
0: ramona's charity event Oh, Ramona is such a mess. <laughs> Ramona is such a mess. Eddie, I can't.
1: Armin, th- this whole final scene, too, the first thing made me gasp. The second thing made me cringe and almost want to like not finish watching. This entire situation. Which part of it? Dubin, of it. Lucia. Oh my God. I f- I've, there's so much happened that I forgot about Dubin. <laughs> I forgot that his sleazy self slimed his way into this. Soiree.
0: I actually think nobody has slept with more rony housewives than Dubin and they have shared a lot of men. Dubin has been with Aviva, Sonia, Luann and Ramona. I think Tom has been with all of those but Aviva.
1: Mm hmm. Dubin loves the housewives. Well, Dubin, uh, Dubin's the pass around man. It's like, who wants a ride on the Dubin coaster? Like, <laughs> and I love the strap in and let's go. Where he was trying to get at Tinsley and Tinsley was having none of it. Yeah. It's Tinsley's like, no, like, you stay away.
0: Get away. Ugh. I don't want you. But should we start with, where should we start? Should we start with the Lucia moment?
1: Um. Yeah. Let's start with that because that's really where I, at first I gasped. So, of course, it's Ramona's birthday, so the ladies are asking what they're going to do. You know, everyone, she's like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to Scarpetta's or Scarpetti's. I don't yeah, know. Scarpetta's, I think, right? I don't know. It was the same place I actually made a reservation for my boss for. Remember last week when I was like, oh my gosh, one second, I need to call this restaurant in Vegas. They have multiple locations. I think it's Scarpetta. Yeah. Um, And I actually made reservations. Like, remember when we, I, we had to start the podcast, like, late? Because I was right. like, oh crap, my boss texted me is because I was making reservations to for Scarpetta. But Ramona is also going to Scarpetta because her friend Lucia, she's already planned a birthday event for Sonia with her friends and none of them are invited. For Ramona. Oh yeah, sorry, not for Luanne. for Ramona. For Ramona's birthday. And so when they're like, "Oh, none of us are invited." She's like, "Oh yeah, it's you know, Lucia, she did the she did the reservation, she did the list." And Dorinda's like, "Well, well, I'm friends are did she not mention at all?" Ramona's like, no, she just, you know, she didn't invite you. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I have other friends. And
0: Dorinda gets pissed for a second because she's like, wait, she knows we are very close friends. Yeah. Again, like we said at the beginning of this podcast, Dorinda and Ramona aren't just castmates. They have been friends for, what, two decades?
1: Yeah, they've been a very, very very long long time. time. But we get a flashback to... (gasps) The Angel Ball. Now, we didn't actually see what went down at Angel Ball, but this has been Ramona's downfall, not one, but twice. First, when she lied to Dorinda and told Dorinda that she was told table 61 into the table 62, when she really... They They said table 62. They said table 62. Lie number one. The second is Lucia asks Ramona, point blank, on mic, on camera, do you... Want, I was thinking of inviting Sonia if there is room. Would you like me to invite Sonia? Ramona shakes her head really big and goes, no.
0: What's wrong with you?
1: What is wrong with her? I can't. And the I thing just can't is, even fathom.
0: This is a horrible thing to do.
1: And the thing is, all these ladies probably left that day and were like, oh yeah, Lucia, you know, didn't invite me on the list. I have beef with Lucia. Well, after watching the episode tonight... I bet Sonia, they're going to come for her at this reunion. This reunion is going to be brutalized against Ramona.
0: Yeah. All season long, Ramona has been putting her foot in her mouth. And it has always been towards a person that wasn't in the same scene with her. And we can track back all the way to when she was saying horrible things about Dennis. Mm-hmm. And Bethany wasn't there. And now we, we've we had stuff about Dorinda. And Dorinda wasn't there to see it. And then now, Sonia. And so, yeah, she's going to have a day of reckoning at the reunion. Because it's not the typical Roni situation where one person says something, but they say it in front of the other person. And they hash things out, and they scream at each other, and there's some funny moments. No, Ramona is doing some shady stuff behind the scenes, but she's getting caught
1: the cameras have been catching every moment of it and the editors are having no mercy for her this year, which makes me think that she was not fun to be around on set. If the, if the producers and the editors are coming for her in this way, maybe, she might have let it get to her head.
0: Maybe if she showed up to a few events, they would have spared her a little, but all these filming events and she's not showing up. She's I don't not have pulling, so
1: many hours in the day.
0: She's not pulling a full LVP, but... She has only shown up. It's showed a modified to, version. It's modified because the only event she's showing up to is her own. Yeah. And everybody else's events, she's just missing them for dates, I guess.
1: Well, that wasn't even the worst part. Shady Ramona. Because Ramona gives probably one of the most cringe worthy speeches with Dorinda and Sonia for a charity. Now,
0: for a charity, people. Now,
1: here's the thing. So this woman had reached out to Ramona to tell her story about her sexual abuse and as a And advocate for her cause of changing statute of limitations. Exactly. So this is a very serious matter. Like, this is like real deal shit. This is no joke. No joke. They're doing this for charity. She's going to tell her story. Ramona starts giving this speech. And first of all, right away...
0: She calls Bridie, which is her name, Birdie. Birdie. And she keeps doing it throughout the episode. And she does it to introduce her to this crowd of 100 people. Mistake number one.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Then she goes, oh, she's trying to tell her story. Clearly forgot the story. Because She goes, oh, you know, it's hard for me to tell the story. It just makes me want to cry. And Sonia laughs. And Ramona, instead of ignoring Sonia like she should have and continuing the speech and kept the focus on... Brighty, that
0: would have been the smart move
1: yeah in front of everyone what sonia what what are you laughing at sonia and sonia's like well you know we always know that you can like cry on a dime like i was just laughing i'm sorry i'm sorry and she's like well why are you doing this to me why sonia why are you doing this to me huh why are you doing this to me sonia and sonia goes sorry sorry Bertie. her name is brighty you know and then ramona's like Ramona's like, well, I know, I just am bad at names, but you know, but sure, she's going to tell her story. So Bridie gets to speak a little bit and then Ramona tries to cut in and, or not Ramona's, Dorinda tries to cut in and let her know, like, and say, you know, and her assaulter is someone she knew as a family or friend. And it was, you know, this, the perpetrator is still out there. And Ramona is like, let me finish, let me finish. And Dorinda's trying to be very calm and she's like, I'll let you finish, but I'm adding something And is like, stop it. Let her finish. And Dorinda's like pissed. She's furious.
0: This is the mafioso in Dorinda coming out. There's been many, many references to Dorinda when she's angry being mafioso-esque. Well, I've never seen it quite like this. When she goes, there you go. Important. Important. Don't ever do that to me again. Don't ever do that. When she's angry... You do not want to mess with her.
1: No. And I mean, I just want to say about this speech in general, the way all the women acted was inappropriate. Was inappropriate. Yeah, nobody was in the right No here. one was in the right here. Everyone was clearly either drunk or just off their rocker. Or- Dorinda's drunk. Dorinda's messed up. Ramona is
0: being Ramona. Just selfish. And, you know, Sonia's trying to make a joke out of it because it's Sonia. Okay, if we had to rank it, Ramona
1: was the worst. Because Ramona, Ramona worst. should just have let most have of the agree. stuff
0: go. Yeah, she ignited it on in the beginning. You're right. If she just doesn't say anything, it goes smoothly. She's just crazy. Also, I feel like the speech is so informal that if Dorinda adds a little bit of color to it's it, fine, whatever, you are making the scene by highlighting it. Don't highlight it. Let Dorinda go in there and say, oh, and you know, th- this was really bad. Okay, what it's, it's
1: just that Ramona wanted to be the center of attention so bad that she ruined what could have been a really informative, emotional
0: moment. It should have been Bridie's moment, and we didn't even get to hear Bridie speak because they caused such a scene that the cameras had to focus on them, show us that content, and then we never got to see Bridie speak. That's insane. It's Bridie's moment. This is Bridie's cause. Why bring her on if you're going to do that. <sighs> well. So I'm going to Ramona's being the worst. Yeah. Dorinda maybe being second worst. Um, Sony kind of stopped after the very first.
1: Yeah, true. So maybe it was, then it was Dorinda and then it was Sonya. So. That was wild. That yeah. was so cringeworthy, Eddie. It was. Ugh. But it looks like next week we're going to have a couple more cringeworthy moments because Luann invites all the women to her roundhouse. <laughs> Uh, Barbara reveals that she's sexually fluid. Right. Which I think most people knew already. Yes. Right? Not she, a lot of Barbara this episode. She wasn't in the episode like at all, was she? For she a was, second? She was in like two scenes. For, like nothing. Yeah. she's Because she's just a friend. She doesn't have an apple. She's not a housewife. <laughs> well, if you guys want to make sure you guys don't miss another episode of our New York Recaps, Please make sure you guys are following us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, I, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. Just so many. I just slip There's up. There's so many. Slip up. <laughs> and if you guys want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, it's just search at hotinbravode. Armin, how can people find you? At Armin Mahram. But where can they follow you, Eddie? I'm at Eddie underscore Strada. We will see you guys next time.